1: Well, it's, it's Swindon time. We are
2: up for the Cup. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Rich. Yes, we certainly are up for the Cup. But the FA Cup's here. I love it. Absolutely love the Cup. Well, we're going to discuss
0: a lot of FA Cup today because ultimately... I can't really remember last week other than we won. Um, so we're just going to keep it to uh, keep it to the weekend. Um, yeah. I mean, last week I said it was a very, very dull week in Swindon Townland. I think it was matched this week.
2: Yeah, it was matched this week. To be fair, I have been, well, any Swindon Town thing, oh, why isn't Short Swindon putting out anything at this moment in time? It is just because there isn't much scrap at this moment and i've been too busy focusing on other stuff so apologies um but we've got a lot more stuff coming out now which is great so you know i've uh have stuff out later today stuff next week and, and hopefully we pick up now we can start asking about transfer budgets as well and uh any signings. so that's
0: always exciting Ooh la la i mean the under 18s progressed in
2: the fa cup mm-hmm. which was nice yeah great win brilliant win over winchester wasn't it um you saw Bengana, Harry McCurdy in attendance and it was a it was a fantastic win for them. So yeah, I love even the FA Youth Cup, that's such a brilliant competition over the years. You know, you look at kind of the teams that have won it and, and the players that have lifted that trophy throughout the years as well, it's it's a it's a great way to kind of make a statement for yourself and catch the attention of big clubs. So hopefully some of the the Swingin Town players have caught the attention of Bengana.
0: I'm more than sure one or two might at least make the bench in midweek against Ben Wills' Newport County in the uh, Papa John's Trophy. I mean, good to see Levi Francis get a hat-trick. Lots of badge kissing for (laughs) under-18s. Lovely to see.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Lots of passion, certainly.
0: How hard is it to stream these games? You know... There, there would be interest in watching it. How, how much red tape is there by sticking a sticking a stream on YouTube so people can see it? It Can't be that that hard, can it? I can't imagine
2: it would be too hard if you're the actual club running the YouTube channel. I mean, I don't know if the if there's an official highlights reel that goes out afterwards. Um, it can't be, it can't be that difficult thing, can it? It was a, it, it well, hopefully you never know. If they progress, then we might, we might see some more about it but unfortunately it wasn't there for the other night and I
0: guess the other big news uh, big news I say very loosely is Swindon Town have only gone and progressed in the Papa John's without even needing to play
2: they have haven't they that um they're now into the quarter finals, of course so it's 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 uh it's a weird one you'd normally say it's a great achievement but it is a good achievement in terms of one step closer to Wembley but it's it's a it's a competition that no one still really pays much attention to, regardless if we even get to the final. So, yeah, the only I suppose the big benefit from the fact that we're now through is that on Tuesday night, um, in a, in our next EFL trophy game, we can rest a lot of players, give some academy players chances, as you just mentioned there, um, and and that's a new good thing, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, what will be the most pointless fixture in history, uh, for Swindon?
2: Oh, let's use our FA
0: Cup winnings, just pay the fine, right? Let's do that so we can play whoever the hell we
2: want. Well, I, uh, yeah, I will, I will still be there on Tuesday. I have to oh. be there to report on Swindon Town, Newport County in the EFL Trophy. You can hear the dissatisfaction in my voice as I have to skip rugby training to, to go and report on a great football football match. If there's anyone out there that wants to become a totally sports Swindon reporter, please drop me an email. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. well, you know, I say it's pointless. It's pointless for us, but Ben Wills' Newport County can still qualify if they beat Swindon. I really want to see, you know, the fringe of the fringe of the fringe playing, but I know we can't do that, which is farcical. FA Cup then. So I am of an age where the FA Cup is a super big deal. I'm a little bit more cynical in time. I'm a noted disliker of the whole fairy tale thing. Uh, I get it. I just don't like it. It's probably because Swindon are often victims of it. Um, But it is a weekend. It's not even the weekend. The weekend is the third round. But, you know, it's a a weekend off from talking about League Two football, I suppose.
2: Why the pessimism in your voice (sighs) of the FA Cup, you know, that you don't like the fairy tale magic of the cup that's why it is the great competition and it is because of all of that i absolutely love the fa cup um you can write any storyline any fairy tale headline that you want and it'll just be brilliant there is i'm gonna say it because you told me not to that you don't like the word but there's giant killings in the fa cup there's 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 massive gains of Comebacks that you never expect, and this regardless of if it's the first round or the third round. You know, I, I love it. I love everything about the cup competition, and it, and for me, it certainly hasn't lost any magic. What are your early memories of the FA Cup, Mister Big FA Cup fan? My early memory. So, my first memory. I th- I think I was saying. I actually um was trying chatting to guys in the swinton press conference this morning. My first memory of the FA Cup is 2004 Manchester United Millwall final. Um. Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, you know, what has he gone on to done in his career since then? He got one goal with a head and then, and then Ruud van Nistelrooy got two. So, yeah, 3-0 win. Happy days. We lifted the trophy. And, and uh, yeah, that was my first memories. I, I loved it. Loved watching that game. And um, yeah, the magic is still there. All those years later, I won't reveal my true age. But um, <laughs> what what about you? <laughs> Well, I mean,
0: your true age is inevitably very, very young, Ryan, um, if that's your first memory in the FA Cup. I can beat that, obviously, because I have years on you um, and people listening can beat my earliest memory. So my earliest memory are always finals, really. So the first FA Cup final I remember watching, but not out of choice, I think my stepdad might have been watching it, was 1989. I think that's 1989, which was Everton, Liverpool, um, which was... You know, historically, a very good game, but I don't remember much of it. The first FA Cup final I sat down, remember its FA Cup final day was Tottenham versus Nottingham Forest, which must have been 1991, and I remember that very well indeed. I remember the semi final when Gascoigne scored free kick against Arsenal, uh too. So those were those were the big, big moments in the early days of uh, following football. Uh, which kind of takes us nicely to the presser because I think Ben Garner shares similar early
2: memories. He does, yeah. Ben Garner grew up... Well, it's not surprising, though, given the fact that he, he's from the area. He grew up in a, in a Spurs-supporting household. You know, I think it was 87, wasn't it, that FA Cup final defeat that, that Spurs had to suffer, which was a, a bad memory for him. Um, and then, as you mentioned there, a couple of years later beat Nottingham, and, and that one sticks in the memory as well. So you know, for Ben Garner, he, even he was saying about the excitement and, and kind of the the great memories as a kid of FA Cup final day. It, it, it did, wasn't it? It used to be that no matter what team you supported, FA Cup final day was just FA Cup final day, and it was just pure excitement, and, and there was a buzz about it. Now Nowadays, it doesn't seem to have as much of, of that, and I, I, I blame the Premier League teams for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I got to be honest, I'm still a big fan of FA Cup final day. I just, some of the stuff, some of the fluff between the first round and the fourth round just get on my nerves a little bit, but I, I probably am in a minority in, in terms of that. Um, it's also not really helped with just how utterly pathetic Swindon Town have been in the FA Cup in the last 10 years. Just to really highlight this. I would argue that Crewe are the biggest side we have played since we lost to Leicester in 2012. Um, We've played and lost to Macclesfield twice. We've lost to Cheltenham twice. We've lost to Rochdale, Eastleigh. We beat Dartford. We lost to Stevenage. We beat York. And we've lost to Woking and Darlington. I mean, that is just so bad. Various managers from... You know everyone's favourite Paolo Di Canio, the quite universally loved Richie Wellens is in there. Phil Brown won a game and got sacked. You know, and con- <laughs> considering we can't win in this competition, so you know we've had the whole spectrum of managers from the last ten years, from the popular to the not so popular, who have been losing this competition. And maybe, maybe that's why I get grumpier by the
2: year about Swindon Town in the FA Cup. It's not. It's not a good record, is it? Uh, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not even an average record. It's just an awful record as, as you mentioned there you know i think my worst one to pick out of that has to be the defeat to Woking because i'm i'm sorry you, like, we were chatting earlier before we started recording i mean Woking didn't even play well because no. no offense but it's Woking. swindon should have won that game we should have been the third round and played watford uh, <sighs> and of course you know that would have been a brilliant occasion but but we didn't uh for some reason i think it's just the fact that we're a new club with a new owner, we've kind of got Ben Garner at the helm. We've got a really good feel factor on the club. We've got great players. For some reason, I, I just, it seems inevitable to me that we're going to make it to the third round of the cup this year. But I don't know. Probably won't. We'll probably lose to Crew tomorrow almost certainly because
0: crew are struggling um we're going there thinking well you probably can win this if if we give it a good go and then you know we'll lose two nil something stupid but uh, I, i really do i mean i asked terry the question in the last pod that i did for the weekly sort of reviews and previews and i asked him like what do we need to do in terms of the FA Cup? Do we t- take it seriously? Go for it, you know? And there's a few questions in the p- in the presser that I don't really want to sort of go towards just yet. Mm-hmm. Or do we want to sort of give the opportunity to, to the fringe players, especially because we've got the internationals coming up. So therefore we might as well play some of the fringe players. But it, it's just it's amazing how bad we are at this competition. And here I am sort of saying, well, that's rest people where really, if we want to do what I want to see, which is progression to the third round minimum, then we really should be playing our strongest side.
2: I think you have to in the FA Cup. I think there's no reason not to play a best team. Like you said, we've got Tuesday, some midweek fixture already through in that competition. So, well, we described it there as kind of probably one of the most pointless games that Swindon town will ever have to play. So, yeah, they have to play their strongest team. I would be immensely, immensely surprised if, if we didn't if we didn't put out the same side that we would put out for any league game. Of course, the only thing that will change is there's not going to be any Romney Critchlow, but apart from that, everyone's available and of course the lone players are all available as well. So yeah, it should be should be a great occasion. I think I re- it's a weird one. But I really do feel that Swindon go into this game tomorrow as favourites ahead of Crew.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree simply because there's not a lot of difference between the the bottom end of League One. There's really not much difference between League One and League Two. So if you're a struggling League One side and you're playing a team in League Two that's getting more positive results than they are negative, then inevitably I think Swindon can go there and fancy themselves. If it was at the county grounds, I'd say we were nailed on favourites. But um, what do you think? Uh, would you <laughs> i would yeah i would say that if they if they're struggling and you know what football's like once you're in that habit of losing then then it it, it can spiral can it and there will be fans of crew that won't want crew to progress in the fa cup because they'll rather focus on the league even though that's sort of nonsense talk to a degree but it's it's
2: the sort of things that people talk about. What what Ghana say about crew? Similar to kind of what what a lot of people have been been saying on social media, you know, so it's that they are a good player. They're, sorry, they are a good team. They're a league one team. They have good players, but they're only in terms of if you join the two tables together. I think they're only a few places above us, so not many whatsoever. Um, ben Ghana touched on the fact that you know they have had this poor start to the season. They've really struggled. They're kind of one of the favorites to go down at this moment in time. And for them, he, he doesn't think they're going to look to kind of just focus on the league. For them, what Ben Garner said is he thinks crew will use this as a as a fresh start and a chance to really get some momentum into their season. Um and I have to I have to agree with him. You know, how many times have we seen teams that have really struggled in the league perhaps, then gone on an FA Cup run? and then, you know, next thing you know, they they're either safe or even in some occasions they might then be challenging for the playoffs later on in the season. So they have a few mixed styles. He said they can go more direct. They've got really good creativity and attack. Um, but Swindon are going there, as he always says, to win this game and and to progress in the FA Cup, which is, is a really big game of Ben Garland's this season, you feel, to, to progress to that third round.
0: Yeah, OK, that's fair enough. I mean, David Artell, their manager is, you know, not so long ago, he was considered very much up and coming, a, a bright young thing. But I've I've heard sort of, noises mostly on social media which means it's about three people but um sort of talking potentially that he might not last in this in this
2: current role due to the form but that would seem incredibly harsh it would wouldn't it but it's football (laughs) you know it's a it's a funny old business isn't it whereby if you're not performing well no matter the level you don't really get to last very long in a job um so Hopefully he doesn't. I don't like seeing managers sacked. You know, I really don't. Um, but but it's, it's yet to be seen. One thing I would say about tomorrow's game is that Swindon do actually have a, an all right record against against Crew Alexandrino. last time we played them was uh, of course in League One, and and we managed to get a two one win over them. Then they they did kind of embarrass us, didn't they? Crew last time we went there, however four two four two loss. But I I kind of feel like anything from last season doesn't really count. So, you know I don't, I don't really think it I don't really think it counts for much but you know it is what it isn't it's the cup isn't it it's different form goes out the window i don't think we've ever actually played crew alexander in the cup i'm sure someone might correct me but i don't i don't think we have
0: well i'm shocked <laughs> <laughs> uh, well this weekend puts an end to that if that is the case um you mentioned uh, romany Critchlow. Um, he's, he's injured, not available this weekend. I mean, in, in word form, he still has a swollen ankle. He has his foot in a protective
2: boot. That doesn't sound good. No, it, it doesn't. He, he, he did. He came off at Oldham, uh, the other day with this problem and it really doesn't seem to have gotten any better. He's, he's been, he's been assessed. His, his ankles very swollen still is what we understand. It's still in this protective boots. So we certainly unavailable tomorrow. Um, the protective boot will stay on for, a, for a, a little bit longer, at least, you know, at least going into next week, perhaps they'll then have a look then. And then, and then as soon as the swelling goes down, they can start to take that boot off and begin rehab. But, but this could be an injury whereby he's definitely out tomorrow. and He, he could, could be unavailable for, for next weekend as well. Okay. Well, that's a shame,
0: but at the moment, baldry has been playing well. So, you know, it's not a bad thing <laughs> that, that, that form's coming at a good time.
2: It is. It's, like you said, we've we've got the replacements there, and that's that's a credit to Ben Bengana because he, he's always said that you know we're putting so much effort into the players that aren't playing week in, week out as well, and keeping them fit, and kind of having a- anyone ready to step in at any time. Matthew Baudry's kind of been getting a few more minutes under under his belt at the minute, but he'll he'll be called on once again, and I think it'll be an well it'll, it'll be most certainly a back five again. I'd imagine of of Baudry and Odomeo this time.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get to line up in a a little bit later on, but something that's going to be impacting Swindon again for the next week or so are international call-ups. At the moment, we know that Jojo Wallacott has received a call-up from Ghana. Uh, we know that Johnny Williams is in the mm-hmm. Wales squads. It sounds
2: like others have been called up elsewhere. What, what else has been confirmed? So Anthony Grant has been recalled Um, to Jamaica again is what we were told so far. Um, Alex Gilbert has not been called up to the Ireland youth team and Kane Kessler-Hayden hasn't been called up. However, he is one of their standby players. So if there is an injury to that England youth team, then Kane Kessler-Hayden will have to to go, which I suppose in many ways is more of a headache for Ben Garner because he might look to include him in his starting team for, for Crawley and then have to change it at the last minute. So that's where we stand in terms of international call-ups. It, it used, you know, at the start of the season, it was headline grabbing, wasn't it? Swindon Town players called up for international duty. Now it's kind of ah, uh, it's just expected. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I don't. I think you know. I think in a previous episode of the Presser, I've I've said that the that the novelty hasn't worn off yet. I think it has now, and I don't really know why because we're playing well when they're not here um well we've got a 50 50 strike rate and we? we we dropped points in the first wave of call-ups a game that probably we could have won full strength we won our second wave of international call-ups game and then we've got the third and it really is in terms of the fan base it's as simple as this if we win brilliant
2: Nobody of about tonight if we lose well we should have called the game off and it really is as simple as that. It's, isn't it? it's it's exactly that, isn't it? Even if you lose with a good performance, a lot of people say, you know what, fair enough, it, it was worth it. But if we lose and we get battered, then it's like, yes, call it off. But Ben Garner's his view is what I agree with as well. You know, we they have the option to call it off. He doesn't want to. We've picked out we've picked up four out of the six points available in the last international call up, and, and without you know those players in there, that's a that's a bloody good kind of amount of points to pick up, I guess one thing that's a little bit distant different this time as well though is that is that harry mccurdy he'll have to kind of serve that one game ban for his accumulation of yellow cards so he's available this weekend i didn't he did, by all of his social media accounts he didn't think he was available in the fa Cup, <laughs> but he then learned he learned he was uh he'll be unavailable, unavailable for the crawley match so you know it'll be interesting to see what team Bengal's pick but i like it i like his approach you know if, if we're playing well why would you want to put the brakes on that and and, he, and I have to agree as well, where he said, you know, it, it might be tempting to call off some games. But if you go on a cup run or, or a couple more games are call off, then you get this massive backlog later in the season.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I get the logic and I'm all I'm all right with it, to be fair. It's just the noise that annoys me more than anything. And I have the ability to switch that noise off. So, um, again, that's probably more on me. Also, rest in peace, Harry McCurdy, Twitter account. Boy, that didn't last long. I am shocked.
2: <laughs> I I think we could all have kind of played a game about how long we thought it would last. I was expecting him to at least kind of maybe get to the second week of November. uh It didn't happen, did it? And it didn't. There wasn't even a big goodbye. It just went, and then we saw his Instagram post saying now how rubbish Twitter was anyway. So I don't believe there's any you know kind of breaking news in terms of Harry mccurdy doing a social media takeover soon of Swindon Town's Twitter accounts. And I'm sure whether it's come from. McCurdy or the press team or people that represent him I'm sure it's certainly a uh, one thing that Ben Garner is glad he doesn't have to worry about now as well no we kind of obsessed over it didn't we
0: um the pod included I think my biggest regret is that we all thought it would be days but we sort of predicted weeks to not sound like killjoys but we all knew it was going to be any day now um, but why
2: but... I have to say why why can't we have players that show their emotions I know some of the things were probably a little bit inappropriate and some of the deleted tweets that you then have to apologize for but why why can't we have players in modern day football kind of interacting with fans and, and putting their feelings out there and actually having a bit of a personality I loved it more for the fact that it was just someone actually showing themselves instead of Three points here, good performance here, you know I loved i l lo- I loved it what what happened to the players of old when players would go and have a drink with fans after games now we can't even have <laughs> now we can't even have a player putting his own feelings on social media, of course, the world's going mad, that's
0: my rant over Ryan Walker, every week, I need to be reminded that, as a fan, I am class, and if they don't
2: tell me I'm class, then who will exactly who you will forget. If you don't if you don't see players putting up three points well into to the fans, you will forget that Swindon have won a game and that you're a good fan. So, you know, it's 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 necessary. The one thing that well, the other thing that I loved about I say the one thing, there's many things that I loved about Harry McCurdy's Twitter. The other thing is that we at least knew it was him that was posting the tweets, because no <laughs> no press agency or media agency that represents a player's social profile would put them tweets up. So we know it's Harry McCurdy. Do we know it's the other players in the team? Probably not, but it's over, it was good while it lasted and it will never happen again. I just love the fact that, you
0: you know, people might think that a League Two footballer would be hiring, you know, businesses
2: to uh, work on his behalf. That's that's a wonderful... Uh, see, there's, there's too much insults to League Two players. Now, let's not forget, Johnny Williams is an international player. Kane Custer hayden is on a six-year contract at Aston Villa. You know, just, That's certain, too long, isn't it? That's too long. There's certainly, <laughs> there's certainly players there that are... Uh, uh, that might have some, you know, I'm just saying, might have someone representing them. Who knows? Who knows? But this maybe is is a topic for another press conference where I can ask Ben Garner. Fair enough. Um,
0: keeping the cynical thing moving along, something that the FA Cup has been largely about is money, you know, prize money. Uh, the the further you go in the competition, the more money you make. Makes sense, right? But Swindon don't seem to have got the hint on that
2: front. Um, what did Garner have to say about finances in the Cup? Well, Ben Garner, we'll touch on it a little bit as well, because I kind of asked him this question at the end in terms of would it free up any, any more budget? But Ben Garner said, look, I'm sure it would help the owner. You know, the circumstances he came into, it would certainly help help the owner if we did get a cup run. Um, and but Ben Garner's view is he wants to do as well as possible in every cup. He then kind of switched tack and went to the factory, you know, the CFL trophy through to the quarterfinal there. But there's a lot of money for especially the lower down teams to of course make in in this competition isn't it of course if you if you qualify for the first round it's just over two thousand pound you then second round qualify it's just over three thousand pounds which doesn't sound a lot but then you qualify for the third round you then get an over five thousand pound of course when you get to the third round and you go if you go away to a big team you then get a percentage of their ticket sales as well so you know that's where a lot of the money comes in um Ben Garner's focus isn't on that. He just he just wants players to stake a claim to play, get a good result and progress in the cup. Because for them, I suppose, it's more about the the pride of, of winning an FA Cup match, as it should be.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, there was there was a question about, you know, I guess in terms of the availability of players, Ricky Aguero was uh, discussed, uh, currently on loan and doing pretty well at Chippenham Town, even though their, their results aren't that great. His form seems to be impressing. Uh, those who watch Chippenham games, what was said about
2: Ricky Aguera? So Ricky Agua was touched on because obviously it was only a 28-day loan that he went on on loan to Chippenham for. He has impressed, hasn't he? You know, he's he's won a penalty. I think he's hit the woodwork a few times, and he's and if you look at kind of what Chippenham fans are saying, they, they've been really impressed with him. Um, it is still a 28-day loan. Swindon are going to honour that period, send beg Garner, and then and then they will make a decision on him then. The, the really pleasing thing for Garner and, and the management team at Swindon is that he's learning lots of different things that they can't replicate in training those you know, things like winning that second ball that kind of being involved in that match day environment and Swindon can't give him that at the moment because he's not going to be featuring Swindon's match day squad so he's learning that at the moment which is really pleasing for them he will come back to the club after that and then Swindon will have a discussion with him about whether he stays there or whether he goes out on another loan deal which Likely be more until the end of the season,
0: and that makes sense, doesn't it? He came,
2: he came in definitely as a as a future player, as opposed to one to go straight into the team. He did, and Swindon at the moment, you know, is, we do have an abundance of midfielders. You know, it's even hard for the likes of Anthony Grant to get into Swindon Town's midfield at times. Now, you know, we have so many different players that can play in that position. That it's just going to be too hard for him to get in. And I'd expect him to to come back and and maybe go on loan to a you know it could even be another League Two side who knows shall we listen to your questions let's go for it Hi, Ben um we spoke about kind of competition for for players and, and how they're eager to play is there possibly a little bit of extra eagerness to, to feature in the FA Cup and kind of have you know make make FA Cup appearances and have, and have your stats in that competition I guess
3: I would say with our group there's an eagerness to play in every competition um, and that's a massive credit to the players as a squad that Whatever competition we've played in so far, the, the atmosphere, the intensity has been exactly the same. There's been no difference, for example, between a league game and the EFL trophy. Uh, we prepare in exactly the same way. The meetings are held in exactly the same way. And the players' focus has been the same level throughout. And that's the way we want it. We don't want to dip on certain games. Uh, we want to be consistent in our approach and we want to try and win every game that we that we feature in. So, um, no, there's, there's the same focus as there always is and, um, and as I say, that's a massive credit to the group for the way they prepare and the way they the way that they train on a weekly basis.
2: And I suppose some managers have kind of been well not critical of the competition, but sometimes you know wanting to focus more on the league than trying to sustain an FA Cup run where where do you kind of stand on it? because essentially you beat crew, you're only then one game away from a potential trip to a Premier League big boy.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We, we want to do. We want to win every game. We want to do well in every competition that we're in. So we want to finish as high up the League 2 table as we can this season. We want to progress as far as we can in the FA Cup and the EFL Trophy. So um, sometimes we will rotate the team to do that in, in different competitions. But whatever team we put out is a team that we think can go and win the game. Um, and there's... Different players that will play in different competitions, and um, but they deserve those opportunities. And the squad we've got is capable of doing that. So, um, as I say, we want to progress in the FA Cup tomorrow, um, but we want we want to do well in each and every competition. Uh,
2: and finally, I suppose just on that, you know, you said about it'd be good for the chairman. Of course, it's good for any club to progress in a cup competition. Have you been told, you know, if you if you do progress, you get to the third round. There might be a little bit more budget in in January if you look to bring players in
3: no I haven't had any conversations along those lines you know our, our budget is what it is um as I've mentioned previously we're still under uh, embargo regulations so we are restricted in, in a number of factors which in some ways is nice because we know exactly where we are the conversations that Ben Shorley and I have are, are pretty straightforward and simple because there's very clear parameters that we that we work within so um no there won't be any uh, conversation on those lines and if we do progress or earn more money uh, I certainly won't be going to the owner with them sort of questions. He's uh, he's very straight and honest. He's been fantastic with all of us. Um, and we'll just keep focusing on what we're doing and keep building the team.
2: Brilliant. Thank you, Ben. Good luck tomorrow.
0: There we go then. So, Desire. Desire, Desire, Desire. What were you looking for? What were you trying to get from
2: from Ben when you asked this? Really what I was trying to get was just to understand what the players' kind of mindset of the FA Cup is nowadays, because we, we spoke about it there, how, you know, for yourself, it's it's a massive competition. For me, it is. It's, it's the oldest competition in, in football. And I wanted to understand whether the players sit there and think, you know, this is it just another game or is this the FA Cup? This is a chance to have my name next to an FA Cup game and, and to kind of make stats and records in this competition. So, you know, that's what I was looking for, whether whether more players are kind of, like we say, they're saying, up for the cup. Um, as you heard there, Ben Garner kind of played it down. The fact that it's just another competition, it's every game players are eager to play in and and there will be that same fight to start as there is in League Two games. I don't believe him. I think a lot more players will be unhappy if they're left out of an FA Cup starting team. Maybe not as much now, but especially if you were to get to the third round, wouldn't there? Can you, can you imagine it if Harry McCurdy... We, I'm going to touch on him again from when he was on social media. Harry McCurdy, we get to the third round, we draw Spurs in the FA Cup. Can you imagine it if he didn't start? Uh,
0: McCurdy had, um, I think when he was at Carlisle, he was involved in quite a nice little ding-dong with Cardiff where he scored some goals. So, you know, if he wants to replicate that sort of emotion, then hopefully he'll be
2: bang up for it, as they say. (laughs) Bang up for it, yeah. You certainly do that's that is that is what we say, isn't it? I'm I'm sure they are I'm sure the players, you know, they they take a little bit of a different mindset going into these games because of the rewards it can reap. And like we said, we're only two two wins away, and and I'm probably getting carried away, but I'm sure the players are as well in that in some of their heads, two wins away from a potential clash to a Premier League side. And in reality, if we get that far, we'd probably get another League One team or something like that. And
0: I really want a Premier League side. I mean we went Giddy with excitement but when we beat Wigan, but it was Wigan. And, you know, if you have, back in 2012, if you had a list of the 20 sides in the Premier League, I think Wigan would have been probably your 20th pick. Um, that's me <laughs> being snobby, but, you know, we're talking about what the FA Cup means to us when growing up. Well, Wigan were a bottom tier football team <laughs> when I was growing up. So when I see Wigan, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We, we really want that third round
2: to be a plum tie, don't well, we? Well, but... that, that's true. And, uh, you know, let's live in fantasy world for a minute here, Rich, and let's get carried away because it's always... Who says fun. I don't already? Who says I don't already? <laughs> well, let's say we are right now and we're getting carried away with the FA Cup. If we got to the third round, who would you most like to see Swindon Town play?
3: Because oh, there's only one
2: club in my mind. I think it's the same for a lot of people, but who would it be for you? Right, so yours is Manchester United. Yeah, not just because I'm a fan, but because... I think it's just still the biggest attraction in, in football, in English football, to go to Old Trafford for an away game.
0: Yes, I think Manchester United will be definitely up there. Um, I'd like a London trip. That would be nice. You know, mm. things. I, I'd like to play against teams that you know we haven't had the opportunity to play against in any sort of form. So we play Chelsea at home, but Chelsea away would be good. Um, Tottenham's new ground. Arsenal's new grounds, I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, Anfield, you know, St James's Park, Newcastle, because you know, I can go up there and reminisce. But you know, there, there are plenty of teams, and they don't have to be like the big hitters. But oh, trap! I mean, I gotta be honest. I'm more FA Cup third round away. I know there's, you know, that that's oh, the so one I'm that not. gets me. It's it's yeah. gotta be away, um, and even if that means that I don't get a ticket, you know, that's one of those things. But to see Swindon fans in the historic or the big hitter stadiums. That's that's the one for me.
2: Well, can you imagine Swindon Town travel to the yes, Etihad Stadium, take Man City? It'll be Pep Guardiola against the League 2 Pep Guardiola, won't it? So well, There we go. Look at that, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm all excited now. Um, it's never going to happen. Balancing acts, FA Cup and League
2: Cup, explain. So I think it came back to kind of just this effort of balancing the FA Cup and the League Cup more as we go into the last stages, if we were to progress to the last stage of the competition, and and how you would then balance it. And also, I started the question, as we heard with Ben Garner, in fact, that a lot of managers over the years have not as much criticised the FA Cup, but kind of been the opinion that, you know, we're here to focus on the league, it'd be good to get an FA Cup run, but you know, the league's our main focus. Whereas I'm always at the view of, you know, you should you should try to go as far as you can in the competition regardless if you're chasing promotion or starving off relegation. Um, ben Garner gave it approach, which was very typical of Ben that we want to win every game. Um, We want to win it, finish as high in the league as possible, he said. Didn't want to say we want promotion, but finish as high as possible and then progress as far as we can in the FA Cup and the EFL Trophy, which for me is kind of refreshing to hear in some ways because it shows that he's not afraid to, tackle on every single front that swindon possibly can whereas over the years i think we've probably seen some managers you know even with richie wellens during his time he was is very much heavily focusing on the league and and trying to get swindon out of league so i'm sure that's Ben been focus but it's great to hear that you know he's going into even the efl trophy with with wanting to win that competition so i, I love it i love his hunger i love the passion and and that only reflects on the players as well
0: amen to that OK, then. So, I mean, in terms of score predictions, I believe I got it absolutely spot on last week.
1: You I, I do remember
0: spot. that much.
2: I was going to say I wasn't sure whether to ring it up. I think I'm still ahead. I do. And I'm not just blowing my own trumpet. I believe I'm still I think it's 2-1 now. in the oh, I means. think I might have got two, but Maybe I haven't been count. Let's because... go 2-2 then. I'll give you the I'll give you the favour. 2-2. And that's oh, what I'm no. going for tomorrow on tomorrow, actually. And then there'll be a replay.
0: Son of a biscuit tin. I mean, that is. I've literally got it written two-two replay. <laughs> um, I will go one-one replay because that's the worst case scenario. I think is 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 having to play another game. Um, I'm going to go one-one replay. Oh well, there we go. Um, I and eleven is going to be very hard for you to 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 predict correctly, but what would you do? Who would you rest? Who would you give a go? I mean, I've got to be honest, I'm more leaning towards the international guys starting on the bench because, you know, we we won't be using them in the next week, but that that's also, you know, can be quite daft too. Mm. Um I think we can both agree Lewis Ward
2: starts in goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go for yeah, I think that's fair enough. I it, it's like I say it's going to be hard to pick a starting eleven, isn't it? Um but let's let's go with that, you know, I would go for Ward. I, I disagree on some of the international players. I do believe that quite a few of them will play. And I I think they should play as well. Um so I'll go for Ayandolo, Dolo, Comroy, Bowdry, Odin Mayo, and then Kane Castle Hayden. I don't think there'll be much deviation in the other positions though. You know, I, I imagine it'd be very much Gladwin Reed Williams if you if he's not the one thing with Ben Gladwin is I'm not sure how he would this is how do I say it's about signing an insult? How Ben Gladwin would favour against a team in a upper division that are probably a little bit more intense in terms of closing the ball down um, at certain times, not giving as much time the ball. So the only possible change you could see there might be Gladwin out and Jack Payne in, and then the front two you can't really change it, can you? McCurdy and Simpson, three goals at the weekend and, and hopefully some goals to, tomorrow.
0: Yep, I've got a sneaky feeling that East might start. Yeah, I don't know who f- for? But I got I got a sneaky feeling. Um, it's just sneaky. It's based on that.
2: Well, we might. He might even throw as a curveballer and go for four at the back tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think East might be a might be sort of a cup guy. Same with um, JML. You know, Mitchell Lawson. I think might might get minutes. He will certainly come on, but with Gilbert well, I think, available, I think he there's a bit more importance on him, isn't there?
2: I was about to say that. I think Alex Gilbert could come in tomorrow as well. You know, if Ben Gladwin's drop out, Jack Payne or, or Alex Gilbert. I think Alex Gilbert is what we've seen of him so far he can play very very well it'd be it'd be really interesting to see how how much he developed if he was starting week in week out yeah yeah agreed
0: okay finally you got to ask your question it's that time of the year again we've got two just under two months until that window opens you're asking about budgets ryan (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, the FA Cup gave me a brilliant, brilliant excuse of asking about the budget and the fact that if we go, we were talking there about prize funds. And if we go on an FA Cup run, would there be more money available to Ben Garner? As you've just heard from Ben Garner himself, he's not had any conversations with Clemorfini along the lines of that. Um, the budget is what it is. And he said that, you know, with the factors that we've had to face, the fact that we're under a transfer embargo, obviously that has some restrictions in. But he said, even if we do progress in the cup, he will certainly not be going to Clem to ask for more money. And I think he would much rather Clem has that money to pay off any debts that he's still trying to do. So, you know, I was hoping that we'd get a little bit more. But what we've heard there is our budget is what it is. So there is a budget there for January, is my understanding of that. And I wonder if it will be used. Well, it has to be in some areas, I think. Um,
0: We might get some players go out on loan. That might free it up because, you know, if... Anthony Grant is as far down the pecking order than it, it seems, then he might go out on loan if he wants wow. to. So.
2: whatever happened to selling players? You know, you never know. You <laughs> never know. You never know. Well, yeah, you, you, can, you can, I think you're not going to get a fee
0: for someone like Anthony Grant, but you can certainly sort of let him go on a free and um, so he can play elsewhere if that is indeed a situation. Um, I'm not saying that that is, but if you're looking to free up wages, that that's... Clearly, as it stands, an option, isn't it?
2: It is. There we go. That is an option, and I think there will be some free enough of fun players. I think there will be loan moves, but you know, I'd be very, very surprised if Swindon weren't active in the transfer market again. Not as active as the summer by any means. <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and when you say loan moves, I mean our squad isn't really big enough, and that's the whole reason
0: why it took so long for Aguero to to go out, and out on loan. There's no only really Dabre and Parsons maybe who can realistically go out on loan, isn't
2: there? Yeah, unless, you know, like I said, like we say saying there, unless you release a player to another club on a free and, and then you bring in someone and, and they replace him like for like, I guess. Um we've not got a big squad. Ben Garner, that is one thing he's touched on. He doesn't want a big squad either. So and the way we're swinding, you know, I'm gonna to touch some wood here, but the way our injury record is this season there isn't really any need oh, for more so
0: Ryan <laughs>
2: We've already cursed them with a replay. Why do this? It'll be fine, he'll be fine. We got sports scientists and Dizios at the club now, and it's not just you know, kind of uh, some of our backroom staff giving players a rub down after the game. We've got proper people there. Look, it's fine, it's fine. Well, there we go. Well, that's lovely, Ryan. Thank you very much, <laughs> thank you very much, everyone, and uh, enjoy the cup. The
0: The Low Strangers is an independent podcast and views given do not reflect those of Swindon Town Football Club. The intro music of the presser is by the amazing Drag Me Down influenced by the great Matthew Kilford and the podcast artwork is by Matt in Singapore. What a guy. Thanks for listening.
1: Come on Swindon. (laughs) Hi Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy,